Podcast Network Asia. When I am reading, say, the book of John, I'm not reading, I'm not trying to know what John thought. I'm, mm. I want to know what God thinks as delivered by John. Right. Right? So all of these people mentioned in the Bible, they were instruments to deliver and record God's word. This is the book that should be the basis of our faith. At yung mga tanong natin in our faith, it is also in the Bible. Pero ano yung kailangan natin? Yung understanding that will be coming from God not from our from man's thoughts or our own thoughts. The church's position is very simple. Okay? The Gospels and all the books in the New Testament were not assumed to be inspired words immediately. They were Whoa! first Okay? Yes, they were first assessed as history. At our season today, we take the word for granted. People became martyrs and people gave up their life, gave up their families the truth that the word that this cross bears. My internet was, of course, being unstable right when they were all professing their love for me, which is the story of my life. Whatever. And then Brother Jay would, of course, tell <laughs> me, don't worry, Sam, God's love for you is stable. Thank you. <laughs> okay, yes. Welcome to the Narrow Podcast, everybody. My name is Sam O. I'm Tina Ryan. We have Burns O. Kaasi, who is the creator and host of Unboxing Catholicism. Um, instructor Harold Rester is instructor at New Heaven and New Earth Trinity Church of Jesus. And Brother J. Paul Hernandez is lay preacher at the feast. I thought things got a little heated on the last episode. Did it get a little intense? I think we were all just passionate. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Fun. I enjoyed it. I have okay. a lot of questions. Sa math nyo lang ako medyo nawala eh. Ay. <laughs> Wait, so yeah. I mean, if you guys were listening to the last episode, we were all trying to outdo each other on how horrible we are at math. And like, I didn't get to tell you guys how bad I was. I had to take Algebra 101 three times in college to pass it. Oh my gosh. We will not yeah. judge you. Oh yeah. I okay, just judge I you. Ako isa lang eh. Isang retake eh. So one time lang bumagsak. So bad. And I also have just like traumatic memories because when I was younger and we were going through the multiplication tables, my dad oh my. thought it was a good idea. Hi dad, apanyo. <laughs> my dad thought it was a good idea to write down the multiplication tables in like A4 bond papers and stick uh-huh. them to the wall and memorize. make me stand there and memorize it, which was like trauma inducing. But I'm very good at the multiplication table. Single oh. digits only. <laughs> Single but, digits only. But that? maybe, Sam, that's why you're great at broadcasting, communicating, hosting. Because it's a totally different gift. Uh-oh. Which my father did not recognize. Dad. <laughs> eh, kasi naman nung Sorry. unang panahon, nung panahon ng parents natin, like yung work natin ngayon, like, y- bahala. Yung friends ko na naging, fo- yung parang, ah. Yeah, Shout totally. out to the boomers. I love my dad. Sorry. Okay. We love anyway, your dad, yes, that's right. So, um, Road to Revelation, guys. This is episode number six in the series. And last time we were talking about, we got the topics on the Bible started. And I think we're continuing on to another Bible topic. Is that Harry? Is that correct? Yes, yes. And before we proceed, yeah. Um, because after we ended the discussion last time. I think Burns still had some questions that we didn't quite get to. Burns, do you want to wait until Instaharry shares today's yeah. topic? Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. want to do it after? I want to listen first. All right. I'm a diligent student. <laughs> I know. Ever since we started Revelation, everyone's like raising their hand and, you know, bringing their Bible and I have a notepad. Notes. Like, yeah. okay. Before okay. I start to Burns, imagine that the trauma kasi ako because so masters, hirap nihirap po sa scriptures. So gets ko yung systematic theology, yung mga abstract philosophy, mm, philosophy-based mm. theo. Pero pag scripture, hirap, ay nako talaga nagkakatroma ako sa mga quiz. So, I mean, okay naman, pero mas, I guess, doon ka na-realize, ah, kaya may theologians and may Bible scholars. Iba-ibang-ibang iba, gifting mm. talaga siya. Yes. So, yun lang. So, I don't and think I- I'm gonna be a Bible scholar. And I always just blame the the teacher. I mean, my algebra 101, I you know, that was entirely the professor's fault, clearly. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> We're your friends. We love you. We support you. All right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's the Harry. Go, it's the Harry. Time to shine. 
Yeah. And congrats on your new haircut. And then you follow. We're so <laughs> cute, by the way. Oh my gosh, we are. We're adorable. Mm, <laughs> In our so adorbs, checkered tops. Uh... <laughs> Ayan, we so much love each other. And that's <laughs> pagmamahal na meron tayo So we will have another topic for today. And before we go on with the new topic, last time we've talked about the Bible as uh, a book that was written by different writers pero ang author nito ay ang Diyos. And for us to clearly understand it, it has four classifications. Yung contents ito, yung history, the moral teachings, the prophecy, and the fulfillment. And speaking of history, makikita rin natin sa Bible yung history ng Diyos at ng kanyang chosen people that is... Um, from the time of Adam sa panahon natin ngayon is 6,000 years. So, itong, mga, itong history na to, makikita rin natin na ang chosen nagbibigay ng covenant sa kanyang mga chosen people. And that's why today, we will discuss the Bible as a book of covenant. Pero before we proceed, I, I want to give you a promise na if tomorrow, 7 a.m., we will meet via Zoom and we will study the Bible, I will be giving you 1 trillion US dollars. Wow. Will yeah, you believe man. in me? There. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. Thank you, Mr. Ryan, for being so honest. Actually, I'm going to ask you to look at the financial statements of Shinjian. Because you want to say, Lynn, the salad. I'm the personal bank account. I'm going to look at the If it were a billion, I would have believed you. Instead yeah. Of what like you had million? to go trillion. A million dollars. It's a comic. Batman is a trillionaire. No, no, no. No, no. I didn't know that. That's a new info. Sorry, I'm going to the comics. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So, di ba hindi kayo maniniwala sa akin? Kasi kahit sa Forbes richest people na nabubuhay ngayon, nasa billions pa rin si na Jeff Bezos and all. So, ako, wala naman ako doon and I don't have this amount of money and that's why you will not believe in me. But basically, what Buka I gave you... Baka 1 trillion eh. Wow, brother Jay. Ano <laughs> gusto mo? Saan kita yun? si Harold. Korean barbecue okay na. Oh. Without Tina. Without Tina. Ay, grabe talaga sa kay Tina. Ay, nag-roll yung ice na <laughs> Bakit parang nalipat na yung ano mo, pangasar mo kay Sam to Tina? I support this. It's okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, sorry. For the listeners, kasi may inaasar namin si Tina, hindi siya makasama. So, yun lang. Kasi wala pa po akong bakuna, guys. So, sana isa to sa mga promise na matupad na muling magkita-kita tayo. But basically, what I mentioned is, what I gave you is a promise. So, makikita natin doon sino yung involved, ako at kayo. At ano yung content ng promise na to? If you will meet me via Zoom and study the Bible, I'll give you 1 trillion US dollars. At kung kailan ito matutupad, tomorrow at 7 a.m. So, etong promise, when we go to the Bible, yung context nito ay it is called as a covenant or an agreement, something that must be kept by at least two parties. So yung covenant na makikita natin sa Bible, meron ding tatlong elements to. Yung subject, yung content, at saka yung time of fulfillment. So now let's look at the Bible. We can divide the Bible into two, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Some would say it, it's the old covenant and the new covenant, old promise and the new promise. So, tingnan natin tong Old Testament. Ano ba yung, sino ba yung involved na subjects dito? It's actually the covenant between God and His chosen people. Yun nabanggit na natin last time. They are the Israelites. And what is the content of this covenant? It's about the Savior or the Messiah. In Isaiah chapter 19, verse 20, dito nakalagay that God will send them a Savior. Sino papadalhan ng Savior? Yung mga Israelites. And we all know na itong Savior na to or Messiah na to was fulfilled by Jesus. And that's why, again, in John chapter 5, verse 39, for our listeners, if you would read that, sinasabi dito ni Jesus, that you diligently study the scriptures because you think that, that by them you possess eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me. So, ibig sabihin sa Old Testament, naka-prophesy dun si Jesus, at kaya dumating siya to fulfill it. So, kailan? We call it as the first coming. At alam natin na dumating si Jesus for us to be saved, 
para mapatawad tayo sa kasalanan natin, He had to be crucified and shed His blood for the atonement of our sins. At nung nakakrucify na siya, one of the statements na nababanggit, especially during the Lenten season, He mentioned that it is finished. Pero ano ba yung dapat na matapos? So, to answer that, babalik tayo dun sa nature ng Diyos. Again, God is not like man because when He promised something, He will surely fulfill it. Nangako ang Diyos, magpapadala siya ng Savior at kinakailangan na matupad ito. So, nung dumating si Jesus nung panahon ng first coming, He had to fulfill everything that was mentioned about Him in the Law of Moses, in the Prophets, and in the Psalms. Um, we can find that in Luke chapter 24, verse 44. Actually, Luke chapter 24 is the chapter na kung saan nag-resurrect na si Jesus. Kinakausap niya yung mga disciples noon on their way to Emmaus. At ina-explain niya sa kanila na ito, kinakailangan kong tuparin lahat. Because yun yung magpapatunay na si Jesus talaga yung tunay na pinadala ng Diyos. Siya yung may katotohanan noon. Kasi siya yung nag-fulfill nung pangako patungkol sa Messiah. That's the Old Testament. So, punta tayo sa New Testament or the New Covenant. Uh, what we can find here, yung subjects dito sa New Covenant ay si Jesus at yung mga believers niya, which we know as Christians right now. Pero for some of our listeners, you might be thinking, bakit Christians na, bakit hindi Israel? Um, an answer to this is we can find in John chapter 1, verses 11 to 13. Sinabi doon, in-explain, He came to wish that was His own, but His own did not receive Him. Sino yung dumating at kanino siya dumating? Si Jesus ay dumating sa mga Israelites kasi sila yung chosen people ng Diyos during that time. But they rejected Him. And so when you read onwards, nakalagay doon na yung mga maniniwala na kay Jesus, they will become the children of God, not born of the physical or the natural descent, but born of God or born of spirit. In other terms, spiritually, born. Kaya tayo we um at least for the born again Christians, we call ourselves as born again because we were born again not physically, hindi yung katulad ng inisip ni Nicodemus in John chapter 3, but spiritually you are born again. So, Catholics believe in that too. Ah okay. So yeah, thank you for baptism. Ayan. So kaya yon, um that's why we are born again. And so Um, makikita natin na yung mga Israelites noon, nahihirapan silang maniwala. They misunderstood the prophecy about the Messiah. Kasi naniniwala sila sa promise eh, pero na-misunderstood nila nung nagkaroon na ng fulfillment. Kasi they had their own interpretation, yung nabanggit ko kanina. God promised about the coming of the Savior, the Defender, a King that will fight for them. And so in their minds, they were thinking of a physical King. Mayaman, matipuno, guwapo, matapang, And si Jesus, he's actually, I'm sorry to say, but he's the opposite. He is uneducated. He was uh, a son of a farmer. A farm. Mali, hindi farmer. Carpenter. Hari ka kay St. Joseph. Carpenter. Pero kasi si Jesus, farmer siya, siya yung nagsaw nung seed eh. Well, palasot oh. lang ngayon. Palasot.com. Bigyan natin ng palakpakan yun. Ay, well, Oh, Uy, my gosh. Meron tayong sound effects technician or yeah, person here. Ano pa ang mga sound effects meron diyan? Mga toy. mga may tumatawang tao. Pwede rin yung palakpakan. Paparilin <laughs> 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 natin yung mga nagjo-joke na hindi nakakatawa. Ano 'yan? Wow. Yung haro din oh, It was a gun, right? Oh, It was oh, yeah, a gun. Yes, okay, yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> Ayan, bago pa tayo mabaril. <laughs> Never. Okay. Sorry na But, ako. Yeah, basically makikita na uh, bago ako mabaril dahil mali na sabi ko na siya ay, fad, siya ay anak ng isang farmer. Hindi, anak ko siya ng isang carpenter. But basically, malayo dun sa iniisip na misunderstood ng mga Israelites. He even entered Jerusalem riding on a donkey. They were expecting for a king or a warrior na nakasakay sa kabayo na may sword. makikipaglaban for them. So, kasi makikita natin, again, these prophecies were written in parables, hindi madaling maunawaan. And ano yung makikita natin na pangako dito? Ito yung nabanggit ni Burns kanina. In the previous topic, he mentioned about the new covenant. 
And the way we understand it, this new covenant is about the second coming. Una, bakit kinakailangan magkaroon ng new covenant? In Hebrews chapter 8, verse 7, it is written here na kung hindi nagkaroon ng problema dun sa first covenant, mm-hmm. ay hindi kinakailangan mag-establish ng panibago. So kaya we call it as a new covenant aside from what was mentioned in Luke chapter 22, verse 20, na sinabi dun ni Jesus, I establish this new covenant with my blood. At yung verses before that, mula verse 14, doon sina... Kasi yung story na to is at the night of Passover. Mm-hmm. So kasama ni Jesus yung mga disciples, they were partaking the bread and the cup. Sinabi ni Jesus, I will not eat it again until and drink again from this cup until it finds fulfillment in the mm-hmm. kingdom of God. So magkakaroon ng fulfillment. At ano yung magkakaroon ng fulfillment? Yung pangako ni Jesus. But how can we see that this is the promise of Jesus of the second coming? Because in John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3, if you will read its content, uh, makikita natin dyan na si Jesus, He will be preparing a place for us and then He will come back and be with. Uh, and He will come back at tayo ay makakasama niya. So yun yung pangako niya, nababalik siya. Hinahanda niya itong place na to kung saan tayo magsasama-sama. And so for us, this new covenant that was Uh, established with the blood of Jesus at sinabi niya na hindi niya uli kakain yung flesh at saka um, ipapartake yung, yung uh, bread at saka yung cup. Ito yung flesh and blood din ni Jesus na kung titinan natin it's a parable eh. Hindi rin siya yung literal just like what happened in John chapter 6 na nung nag-miracle si Jesus sa uh, 5,000 men kumain ng uh, kumain from the two fish and five loaves. Tapos, the next the day... Oh, nagiging maingat na ako. <laughs> baker, baker siya, baker. Yeah. <laughs> Nag-multiply ng bread, no? So, yun yung nangyari ng first day in the mountain. Pero the next day, naghahanap ulit ng food tong mga taong nakakita ng miracle na yun. But yun yung time na nagsalita na si Jesus that I, I am the bread from heaven, eat my flesh, and drink my blood. At during that time, Tinalikuran nila si Jesus on verse 66. So, mm. Kahit so, naman siguro nila. ko, instahari, matatakot ako, kainin ko yung ano niya naman. Diba? Parang ginawa mo naman akong cannibal, Jesus. Oo. So kakainin kita. <laughs> Oo, diba? Sinisi pa si Jesus. Harold question. Ah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, it's interesting that you're bringing this up, yung John 6, because it's part of the covenant. no? In, in the Catholic understanding, it's similar. Does that mean that Shinchunji also believe that Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist? How different are we on that aspect? Just so we can appreciate it. Can you explain to me how you understand? Kasi as I, I've been a Catholic before at baka, mali, baka iba yung intindi right. ko sa Eucharist. So can you explain to me how you uh, understand the Eucharist? It's Jesus himself. He's present in the Eucharist. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. So that he gave himself to us completely. No, that's why he said, diba? This is truly I tell you, this is my the, the my flesh is real food indeed, my blood is real drink indeed. So in the Catholic understanding for the past 2,000 years, we have seen it as really the presence of Jesus amidst everyone. In fact, it's important yung binabanggit mo na second coming because in the Catholic understand the Greek word for second coming is parousia. No, so yun yung nasa Bible. One of the wor- words that was used to describe it, and it has two meaning. One is the second coming, yung hinihintay natin, and the other is presence. So in the Catholic understanding, Jesus is present, has been present in the Eucharist for the past two thousand years, but he will be present in that definitive second coming, which we look forward to in the future, but no one knows the hour nor the time. So that's how we understand it. Okay. Um. So just to confirm, baka, kung pasisimplain, itong Eucharist is pertaining to the Holy Communion that yes, Catholics yes. are partaking. Uh, yeah. Tama ba? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, the way we understand it, um, yung communion or yung pagpapartake ng bread at saka ng cup, it's a remembrance, kagaya na sinabi ni Jesus in Luke chapter 22. Do this in remembrance of me. Right. At kinokonek ko siya dun sa John chapter 6 because the way we understand it, it's a parable. Um, we are not taking this literally na yun yung 
um, dugo, as in dugo ni Jesus at saka yung flesh ni Jesus but it's a figure, figurative language or symbolism na pumapatungkol ito sa salita na magagaling kay Jesus because just like the food, spiritual food, this spiritual food is pertaining to the word hmm. na dapat ay matanggap natin to give life for our spirit. So, yung sa, yeah, babalik ako dun sa sa covenant or dun sa communion na it's, uh, it's our way of being reminded dun sa pangako ni Jesus. And for us, yung gustong maalala ni Jesus, ang gusto ni Jesus na maalala natin ay yung sa pangako niya na magbabalik siya. Because when it does happen, dapat yung maniwala tayo. Kaya sinabi niya doon sa Luke chapter 22, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. So pag, pag dumating na yung panahon na tinutupad na ito, dapat maalala natin yung pangako niya patungkol sa pagbabalik niya para kapag nangyayari na sa harapan ng mga mata natin, ay maniniwala tayo. So yun yung new covenant. That's what we can see as the promise that we must be keeping in our time right now because tayo yung mga believers na dapat na mag-keep nito. And I believe we are all, all waiting for Jesus to come back. So, magkakaroon ito ng fulfillment sa pagbabalik niya and that's why we call it as the second coming. Yan yung time na mafulfill ito. Um, so, makikita natin yung important na element dun sa covenant. Yung fulfillment. Because just like nung kanina na nagbigay ako ng promise sa inyo, you won't believe me because I won't be able to fulfill the promise that I gave you. Wala akong ganung halagang pera. But ang Diyos ay hindi katulad ko na tao. Kapag nangako ng Diyos ay tinutupad niya. Kaya we can believe that God is alive and we are worshiping the only true God. Ayan, alive, alive. Ano pa guys, nakalimot na kali talaga oh. Very attentive <laughs> si Burst. Mamaya, I'll give you a star. Yeah, at this point, Burst, you are the only one who remembers at this point. Ah, kasi nakwento na lang sa akin yung alive, alive. Ano ba yan? <laughs> Pag sa narador doon ang bilang gito alive, kakasasayaw tayo, alive! Oh, actually, we need never caught on except oh, with numbers. May naisip akong idea, suggestion. Oh. What if narador merch, magbenta tayo ng buto? Seed. Oh. <laughs> I like the oh idea. Thank you, brother Jaya. Ako yung mauna mag-propromote niyan. The Seed. <laughs> Do seeds. people eat seeds anymore? Like, Uy, sunflower mga... seed. Masarap yung sunflower seed. Department of Agri, guys. Oo, nga. Mustard <laughs> seed. Para legit tayo. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Ang sarap kaya na mustard seed sa, sa embotido. Nilagyan ko once. Masarap. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We okay. anyway, managed to bring it to food. But okay, anyway. Go ahead, go ahead. It's the Harry. Yeah. hungry people. And yeah, ultimately, yung spiritual food na dapat matanggap natin ay yung word of God. Kasi God... Matthew 4.4! <laughs> diba? Makoconnect pa rin natin because God, kapag nangako siya, tinutupad niya. At yun yung nagpapatunay. In the Bible, yung mga promises ng Diyos, ilang daan taon man, ilang libong taon man yung lumipas, tinutupad pa rin niya. Yes, Brother Jay. Buti pa si Lord, tinutupad niya yung promise. Yung ex mo, hindi. <laughs> Grabe yung hugot ni brother. It's food or love life. I know. Of, the long, the long I know mostly Brother J. Yeah. Mostly Brother J for both. I have to say. Uh, you know my passions. Siguro yung Brother J. Yung pati yung pang-aasar niya. Kay Sam or Katie. Oh, parang sa atin lahat. Mm. <laughs> ako hindi ako yung naasar ni J. Paul. So okay lang yan. Ay, hindi kayo close. Hindi kayo close. Okay. Ampuna ako. May sixth love language yan eh. Tapos na natin to. So, oh, sorry, sorry. just to go back dito sa topic natin, para yung mga listeners din natin, baka kasi nawala na, ang dami natin, <laughs> dami natin mga commercial. So, again, for the topic for you today, dito makikita natin that the Bible is a book of covenant. It's a covenant between God and His chosen people. At yung contents or yung elements na makikita natin sa covenant ay yung subjects, yung content nito at saka yung time na i-fulfill na to. So, importante yung element ng fulfillment because when God promise and give these prophecies or plans to us through the Bible, ang gugustin niya ay maniwala tayo doon. So, I hope that every one of us will be that kind of believer that did not that will not only believe in the promises but will also believe in the fulfillment of the promises kasi dapat matuto na tayo 
doon sa nangyari in the past sa mga Israelites. Yes, they believe in the promise about the coming of the Messiah, but they were not they were lacking kasi na misunderstood nila yung prophecy about the Messiah. At tayo, that's why I encourage everyone that's important for us to know, to understand the Bible para maging klaro din sa atin ano ba tong covenant na dapat natin makip para kapag yan na tinutupad na, we will be able to believe. And this covenant is something that we will discuss in the future episodes na titingnan natin mga covenant na binigay sa mga chosen people ng Diyos. Isang applause track naman dyan, Burns. Grabe <laughs> 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 na tuwa kayo sa pang-sound pa sound effects ko dito. Ah. It's, so li- it's so like AM radio feels. <laughs> Oras sa buong kapuloan, ganap na, uh, alas 1 gabi. <laughs> go go wow, grab a pair of sunglasses. Oi, si Burns used to be an AM radio, guys. Yeah. Yes, yes. He's legit. Okay. Look, so, tayo, Harold, fake. <laughs> P- PM lang ako eh. PM lang ako. Oh <laughs> Tawa naman tayo dyan. <laughs> PM is key. Okay, Burns, I know you've had questions since the last episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, Later you know, na. go wild. Huh? This is J-Paul muna. Tsaka si Tina. Ako wala, wala. Ako lang ang pinagtatanong ko lang guys is bakit lagi nang nagbe-break. But ano pa tama ba 'yon? Nagbe-break yung covenant. Parang paulit-ulit, no? Magbibigay, magbibigay ng covenant tapos di naman susundin. And then it becomes history. History na repeats itself. Hmm. Bakit ganoon? Nature ba nature nating tao? Ganun. Bukod sa nature ng tao because you know the enemy is working. Para right. i-deceive tayo. Para hindi tayo sumunod yeah. sa Diyos. So he will do his best. Oh, even yun, simula natin kay Adam. Siyempre hindi ko na isa-isayin. Pero yun, alam naman eh, ni Eve, tinanong si Eve, kahit ano ba, pwede mong kainin dito. So, sumagot siya na hindi. Ang bawal lang ay mula dun sa tree of knowledge of good and evil. So alam niya. Pero eventually, na-deceive pa rin siya. Kasi sila, even si Adam, kasi kinain pa rin nila yung fruit. So, mm-hmm. kaya yun, makikita natin yung work ng enemy at naging nature yeah. na ng tao din yun kasi nagpasa-pasa na siya. I've been wanting to ask these questions nung ano pa, first episode natin on this topic on the Bible. But... Kaya pala puwet na puwet ka. Hindi ko makatulog yun ang episode. Hindi ko makatulog, eh. Mag-worried pa naman ako sa isang bagay o sa isang tao, hindi ako nakakatulog. Anyway, <laughs> so ganito. <laughs> kasi, wala. I, alam naman ng Narodor fa- uh, family natin that I used to be a, an anti-Catholic Protestant. Okay, and then during my anti-Catholic days, I was already hooked into apologetics and all of these things. And may in-invite ako sa bahay namin ng mga Mormon missionaries. Doon ako nakakita na kayo, yung makapair sila isang Pilipino, isang foreigner. And wow. they're wearing like a white dress shirt and yes. a tie. Tatay, diba? Sabi na dito na, na ano, Elder, let's say Elder J. Paul, Elder Harold. No? Pero yung apelido yung nandun, Elder Resho, Elder Hernandez. Oh, okay. no? so, they've, they've been frequenting our house. Eh, syempre, ano, born again Christian ako noon, talagang on fire and, you know, we want to to win over people. And then they started, you know, evangelizing, talking to me. They gave me the Book of Mormons. Okay? And then tinanong ko sila, Uh, how do I know that this Book of Mormons is inspired by God? Sabing ganun sa akin nung ano. Kasi, I mean, legit question yun, guys, eh. Hey, yeah. The Bible, we are claiming as Christians, we claim that the Bible is the inspired Word of God. And we have these friends from the Mormon Church, from the uh, Church of Jesus of the, of the Latter-day Saints. By the way, they also have a prophet like Shin Chunji. You know, they talk about revelation and all of these things in an ongoing manner. So I asked the, the elders, no? Kasi I've never, I'm not a fan of debates. Always dialogue. So I always ask questions. I go, elder so-and-so, how do I know that the Book of Mormon is the inspired, is another inspired word of God? Kasi yun yung claim nila. Sabi ganun, Brother Burns, you read the Book of Mormon and then you pray to the Holy Ghost to give you that burning sensation in your bosom. And that's how you will confirm that it is inspired by the Holy Spirit or by God Himself. So I was like, okay. You mean that I need to pray? All right. I need to pray while reading the Book of Mormon, which I did. Okay. I read it. I didn't finish it yata. I don't remember, but it's still here. No? And then the only way that 
they told me it could be confirmed as inspired is when I feel the burning sensation. But guess what? I also watch K-drama. And I got a lot of burning, burning sensation. <laughs> That's why his oh name God. is Burns. He has a I lot know. of burning sensations. <laughs> like the image spread. Wait, why did <laughs> Brother G, what are you thinking? Get your head out of the gutter. Gosh. Well, a bad joke na naman So anyway, why am I bringing this up? So as a former Protestant, I've been asked a lot of times, Burns, you keep on saying that the Bible is the word of God. It's the only source of truth that we should be uh, thinking about. No other thing. So I'd like to know Shinchenji's teaching. Like, how do we confirm the inspiration of the scriptures? I mean, that's a basic question. I think before we even talk about all these different covenants, we have to talk about the basics because I'm sure I have a lot of you know messages in IG and even in email, listeners of the Narodor podcast telling me that they need the basics. No? So, Harold, I'd like to know your thoughts on that and then perhaps J. Paul can share what the church te- teaches about it and I can also share. Yes, sir. Thank you for that wonderful question. Contestant number two, please. Yes. Go on. Yes. So, hindi. I, I agree. Kumbaga, isa to sa mga basic na dapat tayo mapag-usapan natin. So, babalik din ako sa basic na nature ng Diyos. When He plans something, when He promises something, He will surely fulfill it. And that's why when God gave us the Bible, yung panga- since the Bible is also a book of covenant, yung mga pangako dito ay dapat na matupad. And especially in the Old Testament, mga pangako patungkol sa Messiah ay natupad na. And that's why we can believe that this is true and this is really from the inspiration of God. Even the Bible also explains to us na, um, nabanggit ko ata ito kanina, that itong mga writers ng Bible, they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Hindi nila sinulat yung will na meron sila, but it is the will of God. Paano natin malalaman na will talaga ito ng Diyos? If it is according to the promise that was written in the scripture. So, kagaya, i-coconnect ko na lang din dun sa paano ko malalaman. Kasi ngayon parang we're trying to establish, paano ko malalaman kung totoo tong Bible, kung talagang galing to sa Diyos? Ngayon, i-coconnect ko na rin to sa paano ko malalaman kung ang, paano ko malalaman na yung nagtetestify nito ay talagang galing sa Diyos or pinadala ng Diyos. Ganon pa rin siya, connected pa rin siya dun sa fulfillment ng pangako ng Diyos. Kasi yun yung sinabi in Deuteronomy chapter 18. Na kapag nagsalita lang siya out of his, uh, kapag nagsalita lang siya at hindi nagkaroon ng katuparan, nagsalita lang siya from his own thoughts or from from his own. Pero kapag nagkaroon to ng katuparan, ibig sabihin siya ay pinadala ng Diyos. At ganun din. Nung sinulat to, to ng mga writers, nadito yung plano, nadito yung pangako ng Diyos, at nagkakaroon to ng katuparan. And Also, even though sa New Testament, hindi pa natutupad yung lahat ng pangako dito, but we know surely that God will fulfill it at the proper time. Yeah, I have a follow-up to that. Uh, you may, you've been mentioning history, and I really appreciate that you are uh, a student of history because it's rare for a lot of non-Catholics to, to talk about history. So how does Shinchunji teach about the history, let's say, of the New Testament, we know that the Old Testament, they have been used by Christ and His apostles, the Septuagint. No? But the New Testament had a time, had its history, but I'd like to know Shinchunji's thoughts on that. Like, what is the official teaching on the history of the New Testament? Because we know these are several books. How did they come together? Ano yung sinabi ni Chairman Lee regarding that? Um, Technically, yung Babalik ako sa def- how we define history. It's the things that happened in the past. So technically, even the old, uh, the New Testament, mga nangyari na to in the past, like yung mga visions na pinakita sa kanila. Kaya ito nasulat kasi pinakita na as visions like kay John dun sa Revelation. Ito mga nangyari na nagpadala ng letters, yung mga epistles, yung naisulat na gospel. Ito mga bagay na to ay nangyari na in the past. So that's why kanina, I mean in the previous topic, uh, we've discussed that this Bible is a covenant or a history between God and His chosen people kasi nangyari na siya in the past. But eto mga nangyari na to, yung mga nasulat na to, mga visions yan, merong ilan na mga visions. So we also consider them as prophecies or promises na mangyayari in the future. I don't know guys, but as a Protestant before, I really couldn't find an answer to that. 
Okay, so, like I'm not okay. sure what the question is. The question is how, how do you define that the Bible how do you really make sure that the Bible is inspired? Is it because just the Bible says so? Then that becomes circular argument. I, that's right? actually that doesn't make any sense. If you're doubting the yes. book, I don't want to hear exactly. anything that is written in the book. But exactly. what Instahari just said, how prophecies in the Bible, which were given thousands of years ago, right. will fulfill. And there is going to be a fulfillment that will be, appear as like, mm. you know, a reality. To me, that is solid. I never heard that anywhere. Um, but yeah, it's solid. That's, I agree with that, that the old covenant prophecies has been fulfilled in Jesus. But my question is, I'm just wondering, because this is like a conundrum. That I had conundrum. Yes, I love <laughs> it. Uh, it's a it's a conundrum that I couldn't resolve before. Because the new, as I have said, no, what about the New Testament? Who decided which books are supposed to belong there? I mean, yun yung question ko sa Shinchunji. Like, how? Like, for example, there was a time in the history of the church that even the book of Revelation was disputed. It was not supposed to be part of the Bible daw, sabi ng ibang church fathers. The book of uh, the the epistle of John. So you know history. No, I was just wondering if there was a history because I found the answers when I became a Catholic. And what is it was a really solid answer. And I I could share the answer later that I I realized. No, but I just wonder like for Shin Chunji, like the group of Harold, how do they answer that? Because that's an important question, right? Yeah, I mean, because, it's more of like uh, yeah. Sorry, just to ahead, thought, yeah. Pr- thought process. Of uh of their their understanding, because you sh- ko lang with being like friends with different churches, parang how your understanding of New Testament usually or not always but means and may pagkaiba-iba. Yes. So yun lang just yun just to make it lalang para lang yeah. ako. Tama, tama, so tama is... <laughs> Thank you for sharing with us your laway, uh, brother J. Um... <laughs> No, but is the question like how did the books in the New Testament get compiled the way they did today? How's how right. we received them? Sam, the Bible did not assemble itself. It didn't come from us like, ah, Bible. <laughs> yeah, I realize so, that. So it's necessary that we talk about that. Why? Because the premise, yung sinasabi pa ulit-ulit sa atin ni Harold is, the Bible alone should be the sole authority of our faith because it's a book of covenant. And we agree that it's a book of covenant. But the question mark is, let's go back to the first century Christianity. Did the Bible organize itself? I mean, don't you, don't you see the importance the... of that question? Because it did. Now, that question will also safeguard that however we understand the Bible today is accurately as how God's people understand, understood it when they received the word. I don't know if I'm making sense, but what I'm just trying to say is, Okay, if we believe, yes, we believe that the Bible is a book of covenant. We believe that it's an authority of faith. As a Protestant before, I believed in sola scriptura, that everything we need to know should be in the Bible. And that's also what Shinshunji is teaching. But I'm also curious to know, how do we defend that sola scriptura if the Bible doesn't teach it? I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, my, that's my thought process lang. I am just very curious to know because... I want to know how they explain that. Okay, you know what? Tina is always like, Miss, where is that in the Bible? Right? Yeah. So, Ako naman, so, like, uh, uh. The, the same way, I mean, the same, the same uh, reason why Bur- uh, Burns has all those questions. Ako naman parang, bakit may four extra uh, chapters ang Catholic Bible? No, seven, seven extra books. <laughs> oh, seven. Yeah. And then yeah. yung sa... <laughs> it's an important question that we should not ignore when we before we even talk about the contents. Like I'm just proposing, guys. No, we Uh-oh. have to be honest. It's an honest question. Every Christian should keep awake at night. Oh nga, no, I keep on saying the Bible alone. Dun ko lang ibabasa yung faith ko. E, paano ba nagawa yung Bible? Sino gumawa niyan? Paano nasiulat yan? Nasan sa Bible na Bible lang? At nasan sa Bible yung listahan ng mga libro? Na nata, nasa, dapat nasa Bible. You know? Yeah. I don't know, Tina. Oh. This, this, does the question make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, I where you're coming from, but at the same time, that also, parang, my mind's also starting to parang, ano rin, question. Oh, eh, bakit ang Catholic, ang Catholic Bible may seven extra chapters compared to Books. the one I'm reading now? 
I mean, books. <laughs> diba? Sorry. Anyway, dami na lang i-explain si Harold. Mag-explain. Sorry, Harold. Sige, yeah, sige. I mean, yeah, no, But I basically, mean, for... go ahead, go ahead. Uh, quick lang to, na na-canonize yung, yung Bible. Uh, Siyempre, hindi naman siya yun yan, na parang nahulog lang siya from heaven. So, but, but these people that were the ones na nag-compile nito were inspired by the Holy Spirit. So, so, nagkaroon ako ng braces. So, <laughs> So why don't you answer it nga, Burns? So why is it important to know how the book was compiled? And how is it related to how we understand it? Briefly. Okay. Just for me, okay? Again, yung premise kasi dati, di ba? We have to understand this. We have to see the Bible as the Word of God, as the inspired Word of God. And we are also saying that because it's the inspired Word of God, everything we need to believe in should be in the Bible. Okay? So, is that clear so far at that so point? So, what, what is the Catholic argument for why the, the Bible is a divinely inspired book? Okay. The Catholic um, position on the matter is the church never starts with assuming that the Bible is inspired. It was first, you know, again, when I say that, okay, let me clarify. New Testament. We're talking about the New Testament because during the time of Jesus, the Old Testament books are already done. The, clock, the canon was already closed. Part no? na siya ng so, practice nila. Yes, oo. Tama si Kuya J. Part na ng practice. But yung New Testament kasi, it's crucial to understand how it was formed. Because that's how we know if, if talaga nga ba na Bible lang yung dapat panggagalingan ng source of truth. Kasi number one, kung Bible lang nga, nasaan sa, sa Bible natin nahanapin yung different books that are supposed to be part of the New Testament? We don't see that anywhere in the Bible. We just found our Bibles with the New Testament. So how did it happen? Again, this is what I realized in my own research and this is what, I, what a lot of people have realized. The church's position is very simple. Okay? The Gospels and all the books in the New Testament were not assumed to be inspired words immediately. They were Whoa! first... Okay? Yes. They were first assessed as history. Will this book stand history? Tama ba yung mga sinabi niya historically speaking from Old Testament? Okay? Aww. And then, after the historicity, the accuracy of the New Testament manuscripts were ascertained, the Pope, the Pope and the bishops of the Catholic Church in that time, around 300 AD, were the ones who met and decided, okay, number one, Gospel of Matthew. This is historically true. Tama yung sinasabi nito tungkol kay Jesus. It's in line with the sacred tradition. Then we put it in the Bible. Okay? So, that's the understanding of the church. It's not the other way around because if you go to even secular history, makikita mo doon that in the beginning of the first century Christianity, wala pang ang Bible, but there was already hierarchy in the church. You have the Pope, you have the bishops, you have the priests. Kaya important yun. Why? Why? Because all the succeeding understanding of the scripture now will depend on the authority of that body which compiled it. For example, okay? I have a lot of writings. Nagsulat ako ng maraming writings. Kinalat ko sa kwarto. Okay, then, then pumasok si Harold. No, tinignan niyo yung mga writings ko. Okay? Uh, hindi ko pa inayos yung mga writings na yan. Pero ako, inayos ko siya. Okay, pinag-compile ko, compile ko, pinagsama-sama ko sa isang libro na ganito. And then, I pass it on to my family. Then my family will ask, ano ibig sabihin na itong line na to? Sino ang tatanungin nila? Hindi siyempre yung nag-compile. That, now, I, I, that's how I see it now. As a Catholic, And I just wanted to know the perspective of others also with regards to the inspiration of the scripture because it's important. It's a make it or break it moment for me as a born again Christian before. I don't know if that made sense. Tina, no, did I that think make I... sense? Yeah, I, you do actually for, for a newbie like me. Yes, you kind of do. But then, yeah. parang, uh, okay, so back then, ang mga credible lang na maglagay sa Bible or nang dapat ilagay sa Bible, yung mga ano mga kanbeyo mga sino ba yung sinabi mo pope the church itself the church? not just one person it's the a corporate council the council, the council. Oh. of trent okay. lycia now dun sa aspect na um kung sino yung nag nagcompile at siya, kung sino yung nagcompile ay siya din yung dapat na mag explain nito um dito ko ibibigay yung explanation namin na um Babalik tayo dun sa sino pa yung author ng Bible. It is God. At least the way we believe in. 
it is God who is the author of the Bible. So yung will niya, yung puso niya, yun yung makikita natin sa Bible. Ngayon, merong iba't ibang mga writer or let's say in that aspect, merong iba't ibang tao na nag-compile nito, yung nag-canonize ng Bible na meron tayo ngayon. Pero kaninong interpretation ba dapat yung meron tayo? Just like in Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 to onwards, sinasabi doon na yung thoughts at saka yung ways natin ay hindi katulad ng sa Diyos. Kasi kung gaano kalayo yung heaven sa earth, ganun din yung layo ng ways at thoughts natin. So that's why for us, the revelation should be coming from God or from Jesus. At kapag ibinigay ito, ito yung magiging um, way natin para malaman at maunawaan siya clearly. So paano natin mapapatunayan kapag ito ay nagkakaroon ng katuparan at na, nagiging clear na? Kasi si Jesus mismo sinabi niya in John chapter 6 and verse 25, there will come a time that he will not speak figuratively anymore, but he will speak plainly. What does it mean? Na darating yung panahon na matetestify na siya clearly. So yung bagay, yung testimony na magme-make sense siya sa buong scripture kasi again yung scripture yung at least for us the way we believe it this is the this is the book that should be the basis of our faith. At yung mga tanong natin in our faith it is also in the Bible pero ano yung kailangan natin yung understanding that will be coming from God and not from our from man's thoughts or our own thoughts. Hmm. First, when I'm not sure if that this is what you meant, Burns, when you said that the Old Testament, like canon, is closed. What did you mean by that? That it has no bearing on us anymore today? No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I just said, Sam, that the collection of books in the Old Testament has been already defined during the time of Jesus. And by the way, if you look at history, that included the seven books. Okay? So that's, again, a, a, a point of difference. But of course, we celebrate our similarities but without also denying the facts, the historical facts. Because we have to be honest in the dialogue, diba. So when I said, Sam, na closed yung canon, canon means, in Greek, canon literally means measure. But in this context, canon means the list of authoritative books. Okay? In the Old Testament, the books of the scriptures were authoritative, but the Jewish people did not rely on the books alone for their authority. Because there has that authority of the Jews at the beginning, during their time, would be their scribes and the Pharisees, the teachers of the law. No? And the books were just aids. Parang, alimbawa, pumasok tayo ng school, hindi naman natin sasabihin na yung textbook lang lahat ang kailangan natin. Kailangan natin yung teacher. Okay? Now, in the New Testament, that's a different... So, when Jesus and His disciples were preaching, tapos na yung Old Testament canon, na-compile na yan ng mga Jewish uh, leaders, ng mga teachers of the law. Compiled na, close na yun. That's what I mean by close yung canon. But I did not mean it's not important. Ha? Mm-hmm. And then, ang iba, Sam and Tina, is yung New Testament. That's a different story. Because the New Testament had around 300 or 1,000, even 1,400 years of development. And this is something confirmed by secular history. No? Uh, ibig sabihin, malinaw sa first century history na nung time ni Kristo, wala pang nakasulat na New Testament. Kaya nga sinasabi course, ko yung New Testament, hindi talaga siya document agad. It was sacrament. Nagmi-meet yung mga tao to receive the Eucharist because for them, that's the new covenant, receiving the Eucharist. Okay? Uh, we can discuss that in another time, yung bakit siya naging new covenant, yung receiving of the Eucharist. But the, the Bible, the New Testament, had a, had a development. Diba, tama ba, J. Paul, ang huling nagsulat ng gospel? Si John. No, pero nung nasulat ni John yung gospel, hindi siya agad in-include sa New Testament kasi nga wala pa nga New Testament noon. What, what was happening historically speaking is there were Christian leaders, even the bishops, no, si Irenaeus, sila, uh, you know, all of the successors of the disciples and the apostles, they were writing letters to the different churches. And then they were reading it in the New Testament. When I say New Testament, the Mass. Okay? And then, come the time na namatay na sila pa unti-unti, that's the time the church realized, teka muna, uh, namamatay na yung mga primary sources natin, no? We better codify our our scriptures just like the old covenant so that in the perpetuity, no, sa, in the coming times when we do, again, when we do the New Testament or the New Covenant, we can have books to be used in the celebration of the New Covenant. That's when the New Testament came about. So the question is, who compiled it? And for me, as a former Protestant, the biggest shock of my life is it's the Catholic Church who compiled this. Kaya sinabi ni St. Augustine, 
I will not believe in the authority of the Gospels if I was not moved by the authority of the Catholic Church. So for me, uh, this is my way of processing it, and this is the understanding of the Church. If the Church, you know, had that guidance from the Holy Spirit to define kung anong mga libro yung dapat na nasa Biblia, don't you think it's logical for the God of truth to protect the Church also from error in terms of interpreting the same books she compiled? That's a logical question. So for me, yeah, go ahead, Sam. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, you know, connecting the dots. Um, because I think if we believe that the Bible is from God, and I think we all do. Yeah. Right? But it means and human all authors. Of the, yes, human authors. So they were instruments. I mean, when I am reading, mm-hmm. say, yep. the book of John, I'm not reading, I'm not trying to know what John thought. I'm, mm. I want to know what God thinks as delivered by John. Right. Right. So all of these people mentioned in the Bible, they were instruments to deliver and record God's word. Right. Uh-huh. As for the compilation, I mean, I have no doubt that what you said with the historical background of it and everything is Makes true. But it's like for me, um, today, the point is we are all using the same Bible. Well, the Catholic Bible has seven more books. But if we're talking about the New Testament, then it's the same book. Right. Whether you are hmm. born again, Catholic. Shinchenji, it's the, it's the same New Testament, right? And everyone is kind of interpreting it in a different way. Everyone yeah, is probably yeah. an exaggeration, okay? And I think that's what we're here to find out. You know, this is the road to revelation. I mean, and the reason, okay, fine. It's because Instahari, you know, you, your church is saying that there is a testimony on revelation, which is, of course, compelling. And, you know, from what I'm hearing in our conversations, in, our, in the classes, like, okay, I mean, this is all really fascinating and interesting. And I think you guys are on to something. And I'd like to hear all of it. And fine, it makes great content for the podcast. And it makes for interesting conversation like this. So that's what we're doing. So I think we're in the process. Um, yep. you, know, d- you know, people, different people were used by God to put it together. And now we do have the New Testament. Again, across the board, it's the same. Right? And... I guess we're going to now have to dialogue through the different understanding of it. Yeah. And we'll see where it takes us. Yeah. Yes, wants to say something. Yeah, um, you know, I'm just going to going to this not as full, like, I just want to tie everyone together. And um, I, I just don't want this conversation and those who are listening to be like, oh, this is Catholic versus Shenzhenji. No, it's just really, I, I'm coming from this perspective, um, going to history. History, balikan natin history to now. Yung New Testament kasi natin, were the only accepted books were supposed to be, yes, ngayon, liturgy and all of that. Um, it had to be written by a direct apostle or a mentee, direct mentee, successor, successor of the apostles. So see si Mark, direct, uh, di- see si Mark, direct successor ni ni Peter. Peter. Si um, Luke, direct successor ni ni Paul. And did you know the Pauline letters were written before the Gospels? Hmm. So yon. So just a little trivia. So yon. Um, and then from there, it was, you know, na napasa na napasa. So at least for those who care about the church history, that's why ito yung siguro yung pinangahawakan, na, hindi siguro, ito yung pinangahawakan ng Catholic Church is because the, the, the apostle, nagsulat apostle, and then the apostles, derecho, derecho, walang stop yan. So may successor mentor, successor mentor, derecho. And the successor mentor became their new titles are bishop and priest. So all, and this line comes from the line of Melchizedek in the Old Testament. So, diretso siya. So, why am I sharing this? Not just to attack uh, the, the non-Catholics, but it's also good. I mean, I'm not gonna unfriend you if you you don't <laughs> accept apostolic tradition. Okay? I'm shaking. You're gonna unfriend me? What? We're not even friends on Facebook. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because I just jumped back on Facebook. Okay? Yeah. So, but what I'm just trying to say to every Christian is to understand their history. Why? Because 
what Sam was saying, but iba-iba tayong interpretation because a lot, not just, not just um, Protestants born again, but even some Catholics, we're reading the Bible from our perspective of 2021. Where we should all go is look at the Bible from the perspective of the first, first Christians. Yes. And, and those na nagiging convert. Kaya for me, for example, for Filipinos, the first, the best gospel to read is Matthew because there were Jewish converts. So para ma-rekindle ma, ma yung fire of Christianity, Matthew. Parang, parang ganun. But, but, I was, but what I was saying earlier, Brother J. Paul, was like, when I read the book of Matthew, I'm not trying to find out what Matthew thought. I'm yeah. trying to find out what God, God is trying to tell you. me through Matthew, right? Yeah, because I he think was what a, you're yeah. saying is that there are, we can see different styles of writing, synoptic gospels, right? They're kind yeah. of like the same story, all in the same neighborhood, but they're delivered kind of differently. So maybe one is more up your alley than another, I think is what you're saying, right? No, I'm, just, I'm just really telling people to understand, not just Chris, not just, uh, um, Um, evangelicals and, and non-Catholics, but everyone, even the Catholics, a lot of Catholics don't understand this too. To understand that the basic kausap ng Bible is, is the early church. The persecuted Christians. Yun ang, yun parang always put yourself in the, that lens. But for example, when we went to the parables, I think all of us agreed na ang isipin natin, yung parable is always about Jesus. So, yung context, parang just put ourselves in, understand the context of the Bible because it is, ang galing, di ba? It was written for first century people or early early Christians. But until today, it makes sense. That is the true, doon mo malala, di ba? Doon yung glory ni God. So, I'm just telling every every kasi diba Atenian, Lasallian, Mapuan, Narodornians to to just you know be curious. Is that the name? Narodornians. <laughs> Solid gold Narodornians. So I just, officially uh, hate it. <laughs> to just ano lang, parang just be open to just understand what is the history of Christianity. Siguro kasi at our season today, we take the word for granted. You have to remember, uh-huh. in the 2,000 years of our Christian history, the cross was not just a thing in churches. But people died for this cross. People became martyrs and people gave up their life, gave up their families for the truth that the word, that this cross bears that yun yung parang glory na incarnation eh. That the worst punishment became a symbol of the glory of God. So I just want us all, all Christians to come together to this truth. Hey, there is history here and we should celebrate Christian history and we celebrate today as, as one body of Christ. Amen. Beautiful note to end on. Yeah. Yes. So there's like yes. history that we cannot disregard. Yes. Yes. And that we all share as yeah. Christians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So obviously we have many more questions coming up on the show. I mean, we're just talking Bible right now, guys. Like we're not even getting into like the real content yet, which I yeah. think is coming up in Stahari, right? And Um, thank you guys for, I really appreciate how all of you bring something different to the table. And I mean, I've said this to you guys privately, but I You're really think again. that, oh, except <laughs> you, sorry. <laughs> I'm just very thankful, even if, yeah, sometimes, you know, it could get a little tense, but I think that's just like how we love our faith so much. And yeah. At the end of the day, we are all friends. Solid Gold Narodornians is not the name of our <laughs> listeners. It is not. It is not. 
Okay, it is not. So on that note, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you guys would like to jump in the conversation, you can email us the narrow door podcast at gmail.com or get in touch with us through our personal socials at the Tina Ryan at J Paul Hernandez at Burns Kaasi at Harold.resha and at I am Sam O for me. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Take care. Annyeong. Bye.